Welcome to the Life Success Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome back to a, another uh, edition of our podcast at Life Success Legacy. Um, I'm really excited to follow up uh, kind of back-to-back here with Kathy Tajanel. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen to our previous uh, podcast, we uh, talked with Kathy about the Go-Giver and the five laws of stratospheric success and, and how that really um, can Im- impact our lives and how we are serving uh, people in our lives. And so I recommend you go back and listen to that if you haven't had to. In fact, one of the topics that we talked about, one of the laws is the law of authenticity. And Kathy, hi, Kathy. Hi, Chris. (laughs) Thank you again for having me back. Absolutely. I'm excited about this. So the law of authenticity that we talked about um, in the Go-Giver book I think we can dig down a little bit with a tool that you have to share with us that we actually at Life Success and Legacy have used in a variety of ways that's called the Colby. Um, And Kathy, you are a certified Colby consultant. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about how you got introduced to the Colby and why you decided to become certified and and what that allows you to do? Yes. Uh, Thanks, Chris. Um, actually, I learned about the Colby back in 2002, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> like 16 years ago, um, and it was actually um, through Robert Kiyosaki's Rich mm. Dad, Poor Dad series, and I apologize, I meant to look it up. I can't remember which book it was in. It's not in the Rich Dad, Poor Dad one, but it was one of the follow-on ones, and he happens, he lives in S- Scottsdale and knew Kathy Colby and you know, talked about, you know, you know, how, how impactful learning, you know, what his, his MO. So, mm-hmm. so let me back up a little bit. So what the Colby index does is it identifies what our natural talents strengths are in, in terms of how we take action. Most of us are really familiar with our cognitive part of our mind, which is our thinking, it's our learned skills, our experience, our knowledge that we develop. Then we have the affective part of our mind, and that's the feeling. That's our emotions, it's the values, the preferences, our likes and dislikes. And that psychology, you know, has done a lot in those two areas. But there actually is a third part of our mind that was first theorized by Aristotle and Plato way oh, back wow. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's the action part. Because if you think about thinking and feeling, they're in a way passive. Um, they just happen up in our head. But where the rubber meets the road is what is it that, that makes us, allows us to take action? And it's called conation. It's Mm. the doing part. And what Kathy Colby discovered is that we're actually born with these creative instincts, um, striving instincts of how to accomplish things, how to make a decision. Um, So it's been very fascinating. So I discovered this back in 2002. And of all the kind of assessments I had taken, I found this one just wow, it it really identified for myself something that never had been identified, you know, before in any other assessment. So I I was like, wow. And since then, I I became certified originally back in 2005. And 
um, have continued to use the assessment with all of my clients mm -hmm. that I work with because it's so helpful for me to understand how they take action, how best to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just been, you know, it's one, one of my passions. I, I love the go-giver and the five laws of stratospheric success. But as I said in the previous podcast, for me, it's the law of authenticity, kind of where it all begins. It's us being aware of who we are and the gifts that we have to share. And I, I love entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship and building businesses because I feel it's one of the most creative things we can do and ways we can express ourselves in Absolutely. our life and, mm -hmm. and impact so many people. Yeah. Well, and, and I just think that the concepts in the go-giver and then the tool of the Colby just go hand in glove, um, especially for entrepreneurs, but really for anyone. Um, it's a, the, the, I think they just fit really, really well. So um, I'm going to ask you what your Colby is, and you're going to rattle off four numbers. And our <laughs> listeners, if they're not familiar with that, they're going to go, what in the world is does that mean? And so maybe you can unpack that a little bit. Um, and by the way, Colby is spelled K-O-L-B-E for those who are looking it up. Um, if, if you're Googling that, it's K-O-L-B-E. Yeah, okay. Thank you for, for mentioning that. And I just want to share, um, I love Kathy Colby. She's the creator of the, the Colby Wisdom and System and the Index. And her definition of success is the freedom to be yourself. And I love that. And I feel like her assessment truly does identify this part of ourselves that I think most of us are aware of, but we take for granted. Uh, now, for instance, so my MO, if you will, and I'm going to get into what these four numbers mean. Mm -hmm. I'm a five, seven, six, three. Um, so let's go through it. What she realized, and she, she came upon this when she was doing work with children. She had for her first business was creating books, games, puzzles for gifted children. And as she was observing them playing with the games and doing different things, she noticed, wow, they, there's specific ways they're taking action. And so she decided she would delve into this. Just quick aside, her father happened to be E.F. Wonderlick, and he was the creator of the first IQ test, yes. um, the Wonderlick capability test and she grew up in that family business scoring it and she she herself had dyslexia and so she kind of struggled with school it didn't come easily for her and she told her dad she's like dad you know I don't think how smart you are is you know the whole it doesn't address the whole person and he right. being the wonderful father he was he said well Kathy this is my life's work maybe you'll you'll end up discovering this other thing or something else and not that she set out to do it but it, it's quite amazing that she ended up and she has spent over the past 40 years of researching human instincts and she truly is the world's leading authority um, and she truly has solved what I think is this riddle of how we are all both equal and different in our creative efforts. And it's truly the diversity that we need, especially on our team. So, so let's dive in. What do these four numbers mean? Well, mm -hmm. what she discovered is there's four action modes. 
Um, so these are, you know, our instinctual way of doing things. In the first mode, she refers to as fact finder, and it's red on when you see a chart. And basically, it's our instinct to probe how we gather and share information. And this mode, it's a continuum, and there is not a right or wrong answer. You're either at one end of the spectrum, you're someone who is very specific, will gather lots of information. The other end of the spectrum is somebody who is just the bottom line. Don't give me too much. Just give me the summary. If you try to talk too much, their eyes are going to glaze over, right? So, so, so let me just let me just give you a, a contrast within our team mm-hmm. because um, at Life Success Legacy, we have all taken the um, the Colby, and that's very important for us to understand why do we sometimes need to communicate with someone else on the team in a certain way. So Mike Crawford, who's running the background for us on a recording and does a lot of our technology and all. He is a nine fact finder. And Mike Everett, who is the founder of Life Success Legacy and our podcast listeners um, will know Mike's voice. He's a two on the fact finder. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is a wonderful example. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so sorry to interrupt. Keep going with your your fact finder. This is perfect to to bring it into examples and real life. And so you see that how different people can be. And we'll get to that in a minute. Let's go quickly through the four modes. So the next one is what she calls follow through. And that's the blue line. And at one end of the spectrum are the people who naturally design and organize and systematize. Then the opposite end are the adapters. They're the person, and we all probably know someone who, if there's a system, they will find the shortcut for sure. And it can be very frustrating to those of us, like you, um, Chris, and I, Mm -hmm. we're both sevens in, you know, follow through. So we naturally create a system. So when people shortcut our system, it can be frustrating, but we have to keep in mind that they're actually that's a benefit. They show us where there might be holes and how we might improve. So it's great that we have both ends of the spectrum. And in the middle, I like to call the middle zone. It's the accommodating zone or the Goldilocks zone. It's not too much, not too little, just right in the middle, easily responding to either side of that Mm -hmm. continuum. Then we go into what's called the quick start. And that is our instinct of how we deal with risk and uncertainty. And there are those um, at the one end who initiate in this quick start and they thrive on change. They innovate, they push the envelope. Every day it's, what can we do different now, right? And that's, you know, your Mike Everett. Yes, Um, yes, absolutely. He's he's an eight in quick start. So every day he's just out there, okay, new ideas, let's go. Mm-hmm. And and then we have the other end of the spectrum, which is at, needed just as much. Those are the stabilizers. Those are the people that keep what's working and make things run smoothly so that it's not chaos every day. If every day everything was changing, our heads would be spinning, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, Chris, you're a three. So you stabilize and that I'm a six in quick start. So I'll go along with those changes, you know, that Mike Everett's wanting to to have happen. And then you'll help us keep it stable and put things in place so that, you know, 
things and clients know a process is going on. And then the final action mode is called the implementer. And by implementer, it means how we handle space and tangibles, not about executing, getting things done, but at one end, someone is very hands-on. It might be the sculptor, it might be the carpenter, the wood carver, the electrician, who, the person who loves being outdoors. And you know, if they had to be stuck in an office all day, would climb the walls. Mm-hmm. And then at the other end of the spectrum are the individuals who envision, they're conceptual. We, and that's you and I, Chris, we're, we are both um, you know, people who can, can visualize in our mind's eye what needs to happen without touching it and even going out and physically seeing it. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle are the people that are really good at, at renovating and fixing things, tweaking things, if the copier breaks, something happens, they're the first ones to just jump in and, and they'll tweak it, no problems. So that's a quick overview of what these four action modes are that Kathy discovered. And they really are powerful when you identify. So out of the four modes, there are three zones I was kind of referring to. There's the initiating zone. So if you're free to take action, and if I were to give you a problem to solve, you would use one or two of those action modes to solve that problem. Um, And then the middle is how you might accommodate when you're working with someone else. And then there's the prevention zone or the counteracting. It's sort of, if you think from an energetic term, it's the energy that balances out the initiating. So it keeps things from becoming too much. If if everybody were the initiating fact finder, you might find your team locked in analysis paralysis because you just can't get enough information. But that's yes. when you need someone like a Mike Everett, who's a two in fact finder to say, okay, here's the bottom line. We're going to move forward. We got plenty of information, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's really powerful when you look at your team of people and you see the diversity and you need that to balance the energy out. And Kathy and her research has shown that there truly is this powerful dynamic of having this right amount, you know, appropriate amount of energy in in the zones to have a truly uh, the most effective and productive. So what this means for us individually, when we understand what our natural talents are, our Colby strengths, we can be so much more productive. We're not working against our grain. If you're ending the day just feeling totally mentally spent, Mm. then, then you're potentially working against your grain or staying in one of those action modes far too long. Um, and that's where with my clients, they, they see the biggest aha. They realize, oh, I need to think about how to manage my mental energy, not my time. If I think about how much energy I have in each of these modes, when I get up in the morning, like for instance, so I'm a three in implementer. So I used to run, I trained for marathons and I would get up and run every morning. And I'd wonder why I just, you know, those days when I had really hard, long runs, I just didn't have the mental energy to really be as sharp as I would have thought. I mean, I had the runner's high. But the issue was with the three and implementer, it's not a wise idea for me to go out and stress myself with strenuous exercise first thing in the morning. So I now start my day with Qigong or yoga meditation to get myself, you know, energetically filled and centered so that I can be most productive during 
during the day. Now, for somebody that's like an eight or seven in implementer, they have mm-hmm. so much of that physical energy, they would it would do them good to start their day outside doing something physical. Hmm. Well, I'm sure our listeners are um, fascinated with this concept and and obviously it's just touching the surface. We can go deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. it. Um, I will add one piece in this because we've, I have, I will say I have, and this is probably because I'm high on follow through. <laughs> all right. I like structures mm-hmm. and organizations and systems and all that, but I have found it helpful. And in fact, just to give um, anecdotal anecdotally, um, when Shelly Forbes um, joined our team, we had um, been introduced to the Colby and there's actually the ability for me. What I did is I took a Colby version of how I wanted the client coordinator to function. And then I had Shelly take the uh, Colby from her perspective. And then we looked at those two. I looked at those two together to see how they matched up. And she fit, again, hand in glove with what we were looking for for this position. And it's just worked out really, really well with her score. She is an 8823. So she's high on fact finder and high on follow through. Um, and and I appreciate her, um, the stabilizing qualities of her, um, mm-hmm. you know, as we're the ones who are kind of in the day to day and working things out. Um, so it's really been, and you add in Michael Crawford, he's a very, he's a high fact finder and then Chris Garrett's, um, and that's our core team. He's a high fact finder as well. So really we have some balancing within the team, which has been super, super great. Um, if people are interested in learning more about, um, Colby and how it might apply for them personally or how they might be able to utilize it um, within their business or with their um, their team members, what would you recommend uh, as a path for learning more? Um, they can reach out to me, um, either, you know, Kathy at tagenel.com. It's my last name, T-A-G-E-N-E-L. Um, also, they could go to the GoGiver website, and um, we'll have have a section under work with us on the Colby, and um, and then we can they can decide if they'd like to to take the index, if they would like to have a session where we go through their results with them. I do a lot of team success sessions, so if the whole you know team group of people from the same company want to do this. I can do that via Zoom, so I don't have to be there in person, um, even though I love to do that too. So there's lots of ways that we can work. And, you know, you were talking about Shelly and she does have, you know, the perfect MO for what she's doing for you. And her MO is very similar. Um, This year we hired a, a new executive assistant and I use it's called the Colby Right Fit process. And mm-hmm. our executive assistant, Leslie, is phenomenal. And she's a 7733. So yes. that initiating follow through and fact finder follow through, and then that stabilizing, 
you know, energy for the quick start. And then because what we do, it's all on the computer. We all work remotely. Her being in the Envision, you know, not having to physically touch everything, it really works out well. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I'll, I'll just add this little story. Um, Mike Everett and I were we were at the um, Nelson Nash think tank, um, which happens in February each year down in Birmingham, Alabama. And it's where um, infinite banking coaches, many of us um, go to learn from each other. And we were talking about teams and how to develop teams because oftentimes, um, you know, you've got the rugged individualists that are out there by themselves doing every little step of it and obviously not able to do all those steps really well. Um, and they're not really familiar with Colby or any of that. And and we were sharing about our differences um, between our personalities with Mike and myself to the audience. And someone asked, how in the world, as different as you guys are, how in the world do you work together? <laughs> and and Mike, Everett, Mike Everett's answer was, well, we don't office together. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's I, an important you know, I thought about that a lot and he he's so quick-witted and humorous and you know the whole crowd laughed oh, he is. but there was such wisdom in that that yes if we office together we would absolutely drive each other crazy we're so <laughs> different in how we go about our days and how we do go about our work um, but it's been really important for each of us and to extend that to our team to understand how our team members are wired. And you go, oh, well, that's why they're doing that. And we need to allow that space and that energy for them to be able to do what they do well. So, yeah, that was uh, I just remember that that event. And that was so <laughs> funny how Mike responded with, well, we don't <laughs> office together, of course. <laughs> so. Well. Yeah. And it's just, it's so helpful to understand this about one another so that it's not a source of frustration and it can be a source of appreciation that thank goodness that's what he does so well. And we need that talent and he needs you because of your ability to deal with the details and to systematize because that is not his strength. And this applies not only to business partners, but to spouses. I do a lot of work with couples yes. um, who, you know, it really can help a marriage tremendously. And to the fact that Colby just this year has come out with what they call takes two um, and I'll, I'll send you a link that you can share with them. And it's specifically designed for relationships for you to put in, you know, both of your indexes and get a report that tells you how you deal with things from communication, household chores to vacations, um, all of that. Um, so oh, yeah. really um, a, a good, just so helpful to understand that. Yeah, absolutely. I can, I can see applications in my mind, just as you're describing that between my wife and I. Um, yeah, I could give many examples of how those things would, uh, how we could benefit from understanding more about each other's Colby and, and how that uh, plays out. Hmm. Kathy, you are such a wealth of information. Um, I know uh, for our listeners, these these past two podcasts are not so much about IBC. Um but I wanted to give you guys a chance to um, learn more about 
um, how we function and some of the tools that we use and, and, and how we're wired as an organization uh, between the go-giver and the Colby. And Kathy is such a, uh, a resource on both of those topics that I thought it'd be uh, fun to share those with you. Um, so again, if you are interested in learning more about Colby, you can reach out to Kathy at Kathy at Tajanel.com. That's Kathy with a K, A-T-H-Y at T-A-G-E-N-E-L.com. Or you can simply go to the GoGiver website and go to the section of working with us uh, and look for the Colby uh, area. Um, so she's easy to reach out to if you'd like to learn more about the Colby and how it can help you in your marriage relationship, in your work, uh, just for yourself or with your team members. Uh, and as you can tell, just in listening to her, she knows her stuff and she's a great resource. So I encourage you to reach out to her uh, and learn more about these tools. Kathy, I uh, am already looking forward to future conversations and being able to go deeper into these. And I, I learn from you every single time that we get a chance to talk. And I am grateful for your friendship. I'm grateful for the work that you do in your life and that you share it with others. Uh, and I'm grateful for your authenticity. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Chris. And you provide such tremendous value. And um, I cherish our friendship and these conversations. And thank you for allowing me to have this conversation and to share not only the go-giver laws, but also about the Colby. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, to our listeners, I always try to give a plug for our website um, because we are an educational organization and we try to have good educational information on our website for you that Mike Crawford works extremely hard at making that um, and adding value to you um, about IBC. Um, So go to that website again. If you have not read Nelson Nash's book, Becoming Your Own Banker, We highly recommend that that is a great starting place, but there's lots of different um, ways to learn about IBC, our podcasts. We have now recorded um, our our webinars that is on our website. You can go to that and and watch that. Um, We also have um, live boot camps that you can sign up for. We also have... um, the webinars that we do every other Tuesday evening that you can sign up for. And Mike Everett is typically the lead teacher on that. And that is a very um, brief introductory uh, presentation about, uh, it's kind of a book walk through becoming your own banker. So lots and lots of resources for you to tap into on our website. Um, uh, Yes, ma'am. Can I just put a plug? I mean, your workshops are phenomenal. I, I loved attending the one that you did in Cleveland. Um, I can't recommend highly enough that people go and, 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 and learn about this concept and get your IBC policy set up. It's, it's a game changer and life changer. So thank you oh, for thank what you. you're sharing with people and the lives you're changing. Thank you so much, Kathy. I appreciate that. We, we love doing our boot camps. It is I think you can see our team all yes. really come alive because we love to teach. We are maybe not the most polished of presenters. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> but so, I think, so authentic and fun. It's great. Well, that's that's kind of who we are. People walk in and they go, okay, I'm going to a financial presentation. Great. And we show up sometimes in the summertime here in Lawrence, we're wearing shorts and flip-flops. 
<laughs> Good <laughs> we for just, you. We, Good we for like you. to have fun and we like people to feel comfortable. And, you know, all of us on our team were clients at one point. So we know what it's like. We're not, we chose to do this because we know it makes a difference in people's lives. So, yeah. Thank you for that, Kathy. I appreciate it. Oh, all right. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Listeners, we look forward to uh, the next podcast and uh, hope you'll join us again. Thanks so much.